Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 341, for Saturday, April 2nd, 2016. This is the BGG Top Ten Edition, a quarterly look at the top ten games on Board Game Geek. Two quarters back, it was at number seven for the fourth time in a row, a full year at number seven, before plummeting to number 10 last quarter, and now falling out of the top 10 to number 12, ending a 13-quarter run, is Android Netrunner, by Richard Garfield and Lucas Litzinger, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 7.92. That's down two points from last quarter. Netrunner peaked at number 4 way back in October 2013, and at the time, it was in a virtual tie for third and only two points of the precise rating out of second place. It then slid back to number five the next quarter, went back up to number four, and then fell to six and began its inexorable slide. Its peak rating was 8.137, which would be good for number four even today. So this is the second quarter in a row and the third quarter in the last four that we've had a new entry in the top 10. This time, the new entry is right away at number 10, uh, debuting there up from, not sure exactly, but right around 300th on January 1st. It is Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization by Vlada Kavadal, published by Czech Games Edition with a rating of 7.96. It has only... 1,816 ratings. Its average rating is over 9, which is it's unprecedented for a game with 1,800 ratings to have an average rating so far above 9. It's held it so far, but now it's entered the top 10. And if there's going to get hater votes, which it might since it's the second game of this name in the top 10, uh, this is when they're going to start coming. So we'll see if there's any effect. Holding at number 9 for the second quarter in a row, Mage Knight Board Game by Vlada Kavadal, again, published by WizKids, with a rating of 7.97. If we look into the precise rating, this is, uh, I'm giving a little bit of a shorthand, but the precise rating is what uh, BGG actually displays it at. Mage Knight has a rating of 7.967, through the ages, second edition, at 7.963, The difference there is four points. I think we can pretty confidently say that Through the Ages ought to catch Mage Knight unless it really succumbs to a slew of uh, ratings of one. Ending its trend upward, it had gone from number 11 to 10 to 9 to 8, but now it sticks at number 8 for the second quarter, The Castles of Burgundy by Stefan Felt, published by Alia and Ravensburger with a rating of 7 Point nine eight. That's a one-point game. Gain as its inexorable climb continues. In the precise rating, it's a 15-point gain, so that one is actually one and a half, but that is only the third largest gain within the top ten. At number seven for the second quarter, Agricola by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of eight. Point oh one, and that is down a point 
So with Agricola coming down a point, Castles of Burgundy going up one and a half points, uh, they could be very close. It could go, uh, could be just a couple points one way or the other between these two games come next quarter. Agricola might fall to Castles of Burgundy. At number six for the second quarter in a row, Puerto Rico by Andreas Seafarth, published by Rio Grande Games with a rating of 8.03, and that is unchanged from last quarter. Although if we look at the precise rating, we can see a continual slight widening of the gap between Puerto Rico and Agricola. It was originally one point of precise rating. Then it was 4, 8, 15. It is now up to 18 points of precise rating. At number five for the second quarter in a row, Through the Ages, A Story of Civilization, this would be the first edition, by Vladika Vadel, published by Eagle Griffin Games, also with a rating of 8.03. Now that's down two points, which is the largest ever decline that Through the Ages has seen. His previous large decline was about a point and a half two years ago, but now it has seen an even larger decline. In the precise rating, the gap between Through the Ages and Puerto Rico is only two points. Through the Ages is 8.029, Puerto Rico 8.027. That is the closest they have been since uh, Through the Ages passed Puerto Rico way back in October of 2012. Normally, they've been holding a gap for the last two and a half years of 14 to 18 points of precise rating. They've been moving pretty well in lockstep with each other. Now a sudden closure between the two as Puerto Rico gains a ton over the last quarter. Or, to be more precise, Puerto Rico fell less. At number four for the second quarter in a row, it is Caverna, the Cave Farmers, by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.05, that is down a point, and as the third quarter of the last four, that it has had a decline. So its months of its time of climbing up the ratings, climbing up the rankings, seems to be at an end. At number three for the second quarter in a row is Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.15. The gap between Terra Mystica and Caverna is enormous. It is as big as the gap from Caverna all the way down to the number 11 game. The gap between 4 and 11, the same as the gap between 3 and 4. Again, that's a one-point gain for Terra Mystica from last time around. After it stalled out in the latter half of last year, and it actually lost some ground when Pandemic Legacy passed it, it is again on the move back upward. At number two for the second quarter in a row, again following on the heels of its 20-quarter run at number one, Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games, with a rating of 8.22. Now that's a two-point gain, which is exactly the amount that it lost last quarter. It's the largest gain it's had since April of 2010, six years ago when the second edition was released. And 
obviously we can what we can say is that it it and Terra Mystica both had big declines as pandemic legacy was passing them. We had some mutual hate voting going on. That has clearly rectified itself as Twilight Struggle exactly reverses its loss from last time. And actually, Terra Mystica gained about double what it lost from last time. So they've both recovered nicely. Uh, the gap between Twilight Struggle and Terra Mystica is 7 from 8.22 to 8.15. And again, the gap from Terra Mystica to Caverna is 10, 8.15 to 8.05. But the gap from number 2 to number 1 is larger than any of these. There is an 11-point gap between Twilight Struggle at number 2 and our number 1 game. There for the second quarter in a row, it is Pandemic Legacy by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games, with 8.33 as a rating. Going into the precise, it is 8.334. That's a full gain of 120 points in the precise, or 12 points in the less precise. So with a rating of 8.33, and this is where it becomes useful to hold on to this two-digit uh, determination, since uh, that's the way it was up until you know, about five or six years ago. For one thing, Pandemic Legacy has now long since passed the peak that Twilight Struggle ever saw as a rating, which was 8.24, 8.243, actually, in July of 2013. Uh, that had been the highest rating going since all the way going back to October 2009, which was when Agricola was on its downward slide. Agricola had been at 8.25. The rating of Pandemic Legacy here, though, at 8.33 is the highest since Agricola also had that rating of 8.33 in January of 2009, over seven years ago. And Agricola's peak was only 8.34, October 2008. I say only, of course, that's ridiculously high. And yet uh, it's not that much more than where Pandemic Legacy is now. The quarter that it had its accession to number one, Again, October of 2008, it had a rating of 8.34. Pandemic Legacy looks to be able to pass that sometime this month. Then the next target for it will be Puerto Rico's mark of 8.36, which it had on October of 2007, when it was on its slow downward decline. In fact, if you go all the way back to the beginning of this list, the first episode of this podcast was January of 2007, Puerto Rico's rating was 8.44. So that's the highest rating that we have a record for. And it actually is something that Pandemic Legacy could theoretically get to, uh, which is amazing because when Puerto Rico did that, when it had about 7,400 votes, which is about what Pandemic Legacy has right now. Of course, it was a different... Uh, rating different situation. That was one of the most votes for any game on the site. Whereas right now, uh, the game with the most votes has significantly more than that. Uh, games in the top 10 with the most ratings. Uh, Puerto Rico is right there with 42,000. Uh, Agricola has about the same number. So this had only a sixth as many votes back then. Still, a uh, very impressive average. And we'll see 
exactly how Pandemic Legacy can continue to perform, if it can continue to perform at the same high level, when we check back again in three months. For Saturday, April 2nd, 2016.